For a great cup of troll, there's one thing you should know Your morning brew can also be playful Buff boy brewing guys make the temperature rise And you surely feel naughty when you swallow our coffee If you want some real heat Give your mouth a fine treat You will want some more, rest assured Buff boy brewing, you can't get It's time for The Scribble, your weekly fix of celebrity chats, bizarre stories in the news, and basic random chatter with best-selling author and syndicated radio host, Jeremy Bradley. Make sure your seat is in the upright and locked position and your barf bag is securely in place. Here's Jeremy Bradley. Thank you very much, Larson. Jeremy Bradley here. This is The Scribble, and thanks for tuning in at thescribbleshow.com and on SoundCloud and iTunes and, you know what, a whole bunch of other platforms. I have to say, we uh, did a search of The Scribble with Jeremy Bradley and found that uh, you know a lot of people are picking up our, our our show on different platforms. So thank you so much for doing that. We do appreciate your support. And, and feel free to give us a shout. Tell us where you're tuned in. You can email live at jbonair.com, live at jbonair.com. And we're on Twitter at The Scribble Show. Okay, last week on the show, I have to tell you this. I went on, what was it, like a nine-minute rant about karma. And I said, you know, I had this disagreement with a friend, and I kind of told him off and kind of embarrassed him a little bit and felt really good about myself just because he was mistreating me, not a great friend. I kind of fired back and was like, I win, mic drop moment, and then the rest of my day went all to hell, okay? This week, I'm going to tell you, and it's going to be another long rant, I promise you that. I feel, now I'm just cursed, and I'm going to tell you about a series of events about other things that have happened around my house, because last week I told you about the rabbit that got trapped and some stolen property and some other things. It's been continuing. It's been continuing. Uh, I'll tell you what's, uh, what's been going on. It just, yeah, I just... And then, yeah, then I've got my brother who's one of those naysayers. He's like, well, see, if you just think positively, if you just, you know, you treat people how you want to be treated, it's going to come back to you and blah, blah, blah. And I tell him to shove it is what I do. No, I'm kidding. But anyway, uh, so I'm going to tell you that story coming up in just a little bit. And also, there's an indie band that uh, I had on our radio show. I'm not sure if they've been on the podcast. I'm going to have to take a, a look. I know that we had them on the radio shows, the syndicated radio shows. A uh, young up-and-coming band, and I had heard one of their songs and really enjoyed it and listened to it over and over again, and so I had them on the radio with me. And what I like to do from time to time is check in on these people. See, I laugh when I used to uh, reach out back in the day when I was just starting out in radio. Uh, you're reaching out for these artists, and they they kind of play hard to get, and they refuse you. And and I laugh when they're a one-hit wonder because I'm still on the air. But you know, you were too good to talk to me back then. You know, maybe if you did a little bit more positive press, you you might have helped your career a little bit. Anyway, uh, this this is not one of those cases. But I do want to check in to to hear how the guys are doing. A, a little indie band uh, from the southern U.S. And we're going to check in with one of the bandmates because he's got some uh, some interesting updates to talk about. So that's coming up a little bit later in the show. And uh, we're going to do a break now, and I'm going to get into my household rants right here on The Scribble after this. Who are the Kardashians feuding with now? What did that little thug Justin Bieber do this time? Who's getting hitched? And who's headed for Splitsville? Hear the latest celebrity news and gossip every day on Entertainment Wrap-Up. The good, the bad, the ugly, but mostly the ridiculously hilarious. 
It's all recapped in this daily segment at entertainmentwrapup.com. Have a laugh at the expense of the rich and famous when they take themselves way too seriously. It's three minutes of time-wasting fun at entertainmentwrapup.com. Check out Entertainment Wrap-Up at entertainmentwrapup.com. Brought to you by Speak Free Books. Ever had something to get off your chest but never had the balls to say it? That's a load of crap. Speak Free with JB.com is exactly what you've been waiting for. Your chance to tell it like it is and not care what anybody else thinks. Have your say on issues of the day. Join newspaper and radio columnist Jeremy Bradley as he tells it like it is. Hundreds of thousands of people have stopped by, including some well-known celebrities who have had a chat with JB and speak candidly about what's really going on in the world. You can join them too. Have a rant or a rave. Be brave and head on over to www.speakfreewithjb.com now. JB here on The Scribble. Again, thanks for tuning in at thescribbleshow.com and on SoundCloud and iTunes. Love hearing from you, by the way. You can always email live at jbonair.com. I think that I say that, I don't know how many times per show, but I'll just give it to you one more time. Live at jbonair.com. All right, I am a homeowner. I have lived in my house for over 10 years now, and I'm not even going to make excuses. I am lazy when it comes to doing stuff around the house. And... I guess I will make excuses because I work a lot, right? That's always the thing. I, you know, I I spend all day working. The last thing I want to do is come home in the evening or spend my weekend cleaning the house, going outside, cutting the grass, all that other fun stuff, right? And it's different if you have, uh, you know, a, a partner in crime or kids that can help you or whatever. But I'm just, you know what? I got money. So I'm just one of those people. It's like, I'll just pay somebody to do it. I really, really have no interest. Now, every year I say that I'm going to have somebody come and cut my grass. And I cut my grass because I am legally obligated to by the city in which I live, right? Otherwise, they're going to come and do it. They're going to hike up my taxes. I'm going to get those threatening letters that I'm going to go to court or whatever it is just because my grass is a little bit long. And and I've only had those letters like twice. And apparently it's because your dick neighbors phone it in and and report you. But anyway, and they have since moved out, so I'm in the clear now. Nevertheless, uh, I... (laughs) Love where this is going already. Uh, so I, I'm this year. I decided to uh, get somebody new to come in and clean my house, and get somebody new to come and cut the grass. Because especially with grass cutting, you, you some people will do it for a couple seasons or a couple years, and then it's just done, right? It's kind of like a side gig or a hobby. And and I love the people in my neighborhood because when they see that my grass is a little bit longer, they'll start to slip flyers in my mailbox and on my door saying like, you know, hey, I do yard cutting or, or grass cutting. And uh, so I just thought, you know what, there was a couple, th- there was a bunch of little tasks that needed fixing. Like the, the when the hinges on the back gate was broken and the, the window on the back door kind of popped out on the, on the storm door, like on the outside door. And, you know, I just need some help, you know, getting it pushed back in. And the grass, I don't really care. Again, I rip through the grass just quick. I don't trim her alongside the house, around the trees, along the fence. I just, you know, I leave that growing like crazy. But at least the, the basic yard is is done and and same thing with cleaning the house so i've got two dogs that have a lot of fur and i will i'll use my little 70 dollar vacuum from walmart and just quickly go so that there's no more clumps of fur but you know there's still a bunch of dog fur in the carpet right i know that i'm not getting all of it but at least what you can see is gone right and so the other week i just said 
I'm going to get all these people to come. I'm going to have somebody look at the grass. I'm going to have somebody clean the house. I'm going to have somebody do the little handyman jobs. I'm just going to do it all on a Saturday. I'm just going to have everybody come to the house. And so two stories in one here, by the way, because again, I've got no luck when it comes to these things. I can't just have anything done smoothly. And I think that's why I let a lot of these things just sort of build up until, you know, the fence is falling off the hinges until the, you know, whatever. And because it's, you know, I've had to have like a window replaced and the company was just a bunch of morons and it was drama. And then a couple years ago when somebody tried to break into the house, I had to have a new back door put in and that company screwed up the uh, window and the dates and things like that. And so that's where I just kind of grown. And I'm like, you know, I don't even want anybody to come in my house. Like, just forget it. I'm, I'll, I'll suffer with this and it's fine. But no, I had enough this year. And so what I did, I, I hired a cleaning company and I used to have a woman who cleaned my house and she just, she just doesn't do cleaning anymore. She's kind of, and it was just something she did on the side. So I thought I'll go to one of those companies. You, you, I search them online, right? You read the reviews and I never really know if I should trust those just because, you know, I always feel that these are just people who complain for the sake of complaining or if they give raving reviews, they're on the take somehow, right? They're, they're getting a, a discount on their next cleaning or, or something. I'm reading the uh, the website, and they offer a flat rate. And it even says something to the effect of, you know, we offer a flat rate, and, you know, we stay until the job is done. And I'm like, okay, these suckers don't know what they're getting themselves into, because for like a hundred bucks, I could I can keep them busy in my house for quite a while. And so I was like, all right, well, this sounds like a really good deal. I'm going to go for that. And I booked them on, I think it was like a Wednesday or Thursday for the Saturday. And I was like, okay, you'd think that they might have a bit of a waiting list when it comes to something like that, right? Not to say that you'd have to wait like a doctor, you know, months and months in advance, but to be able to get especially like a prime weekend spot. A lot of these companies I found don't do, um, don't do cleaning on the weekends. So I thought, okay, this is like too good to be true. Okay, they must suck then. They must be really, really bad. And they give you a window on a Saturday between 11 o'clock and 1 o'clock, I was told, is when my cleaning would start. And I had, uh, you know, I had the handyman guy come look at all the things. You know, he left and he was going to give me a price. I had the grass guy come and take a look, give me an estimate on how much it would be. And then I'm waiting for the cleaning company. And it's going on now about uh, 1230. And I was like, okay, you know what they're going to do? They're going to be like the cable company. And they're going to come like five minutes before the end of the window. And then they're going to get started. Four minutes to one o'clock. So 12.56, I get a text from... And I don't... I didn't authorize text messaging. That's another thing that I find really weird. People just start texting you randomly. These businesses or, or people. And so uh, she's like, coming now. And I was like, oh, okay, great. So she showed up. She came to my house at 1.10. So she was 10 minutes after the window. But I thought, you know what? I could be a real dick about this. But I thought, no, this is our first time. You know, like, I just don't want to see how it goes. I won't say anything. So she comes in. She's very nice. She brings all of her supplies. She says hi to the dogs. I kind of distract them for a little bit. And I even said to her, you know what? I'm going to feel really bad if I'm sitting here with my feet up and you're like working up a sweat and cleaning my house. So, you know, because you're here, it's going to motivate me and I'm going to go into my office and I'm going to start tidying up and I'm going to do things around the house as well. Like I'm going to, we'll clean together kind of a thing, but I'll stay out of your way, but we'll clean together. And she's like, oh, that would be great. Yeah. And then if you have me back again, we can, you know, get faster doing this and, and whatever. And I was like, oh my God, I love her. Okay, cool. And then I'm just making a little chit chat. And I always kind of feel like, um, you know, like when you get a massage, like sometimes they'll talk to you, but then maybe they're just waiting. They're taking cues from you, right? Like if I'm the one who's getting the massage, I'm the customer. So if I'm choosing to talk, then it's fair game to talk. 
And then I think sometimes the massage therapist just sort of uh, takes the hint. Like, okay, well, I'm not really responding much. I'm not really engaging in conversation. And so then they just shut up. And this woman, uh, I thought, okay, well, I'll just kind of like, you know, make, I'll just say things every once in a while and see if she'll make conversation. She's in one room, I'm in the other or whatever. And she, she kind of was and kind of wasn't. And then I came across uh, in my closet in the office... You know, I get a lot of free stuff, right? I get a bunch of swag from different companies and sending things or the travel trips that we broadcast. And I had a couple of backpacks from a city. And uh, I said to her, I'm like, hey, well, do you have kids? Do you want to, do you, you know, would you want these things? And she's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks so much. So I'm like, okay, good. Like, we're friends. We're pals, you know. She's going on now about four hours. She's finished the bathroom in the living room. Now, that's not to say, by the way, that my house is a pigsty. It's not. But she was getting every little detail. Like she did the shower curtain uh, rings, you know, that go on the, the shower bar. And then every tile. And I've got a jetted tub. So she was really getting in the grooves of all that stuff. Like doing a meticulous and it was awesome, okay? So it was not like she was slow. She was just doing everything. Same thing in the living room. I've got a whole bunch of candle holders. I've got 30 candle holders on the, uh, on the wall and the little glass things that they sit in. She went, she washed them all. She chipped out the wax from all of them. Like she really did a good job. We're going on almost five hours now and she's done two rooms. And at this point, I think she should have already been done. Uh, she wasn't cleaning my office. She wasn't cleaning my basement. And she wasn't cleaning a spare bedroom that is kind of just used for the dogs. And... So she's like, oh, I'm going to go outside. I'm just going to have an apple. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. You don't really need to tell me what you're going to eat. And I wasn't sure if she was trying to cue me to like, hey, do you have any food that I can have? Because she wasn't expecting to be at my house that long. And then she starts to do the kitchen. And I'm still in my office doing some work. And then she comes in and she's like, oh, I just heard from Terry. I don't know who Terry is. Uh, he's saying that it's taking a little bit longer than it's expected. And so it's going to cost a little bit more. And I was like, whoa, hold the phone here flat rate like you know you stay here until it's done you know what i don't get you know you can't do that now that's scammy but she said that it's probably going to take about eight or nine hours to to do everything in the house and i said okay well how much more and she said about 40 dollars more i said okay fine whatever yeah that's great so it comes up to about like with tax and everything like about 200 dollars or so and she cleaned my oven as well and like you know sprayed that chemical stuff and just burned everybody's nostrils and uh so we're going on now, it's about 9 o'clock, 9.30 at night on a Saturday. And I was like, oh my god, I just spent my entire day here because this woman is cleaning my house. And I realized that you can leave and they'll still keep cleaning, but I just needed to stay home because of the dogs and it was, you know, just a comfort thing as well. And at one point when I was in my office, I did hear what I thought was something break. But I just assumed, okay, well, if something broke, she'd come in and tell me. It wasn't until she left that I noticed that there was a broken fridge magnet on the kitchen table. Now, here's the deal. I am not petty that I'm worried about a $6 fridge magnet, okay? What bothers me is that she didn't say anything. She didn't come into my office. She didn't go, oh, hey, by the way, you know what? I'm sorry about this. Or, hey, just left it broken on the kitchen table. And to me, I felt that slimy. Now, she was already gone by the time I noticed this, so I couldn't say anything right then in the moment. But I... I it just, it rubbed me the wrong way. And so here I was like singing her praises. I even helped her carry the stuff out to the car and everything and gave her a hug. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so amazing. Thank you so much. And then I come in and I, into the kitchen and I see that. And I was just pissed. And I just, I didn't know what, I, do I email the company? Do I call the company? Do I text her back and be like, um, is there something you want to tell me about what you did in my kitchen? And what's weirder though is because my, my uh, freezer in the kitchen 
has magnets from every uh, trip that I take. So every time we go to a city, uh, you know, Lafayette, Louisiana, Minneapolis, Toronto, Vancouver, wherever, I get a magnet and I put it on my freezer. The freezer is literally full. It's actually entirely full. I can't go any more trips because I don't have. Well, now that she broke one of my New York magnets, I do have a bit of room. But what's interesting is that it seemed like she actually rearranged some of the magnets so that it didn't really look like one was missing. Now, that could just be me being, um, you know, neurotic or whatever. And I don't remember the, the layout of them. I don't know where each of them was. But it just kind of, I, I know that it was full. I know the freezer door was full and there would be no more room for them. And it, again, it just bothered me. And so I was waiting. I was hoping that they would spam me with one of those emails of, so how did we do kind of a thing, right? I was just waiting for it. And I never did get one. So I haven't told them about this. Now, again, the dick that I am, you know, I was tempted to like tweet the company and be like, oh, by the way, thanks for breaking something in the kitchen. Uh, But I just, I haven't. So I don't know. I had arranged for them to come monthly. So I'm wondering if maybe as the month approaches, right, after three weeks or something, maybe they send you a reminder or an email then I'll just sort of ask. And by that time, she probably won't even remember that it happened, so it would just be a lost cause. But yeah, it's not even about the 6 or $7 magnet. It's the fact that you broke it and you didn't say anything. What would you do? If you were the homeowner, or if you were even the cleaner, send me an email, live at jbonair.com, live at jbonair.com. I am talking way longer than I was supposed to, and I've got a story about grass cutting. Can I, can I do this one? Yeah? All right. So, so then the guy who was cutting the grass came the next day on Sunday, and I wasn't home, and he had said, oh, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll do the cutting of the grass, and, you know, you can just leave a check in the mailbox or whatever it is, and so I said, fine. And I came home because I was very excited. I'm usually that house on the block that has the grass that's a little bit longer, and and I was like, uh, okay, it kind of looks like there's grass all over the city sidewalk, which you're not allowed to do. Uh, you can't leave all of the trimmings all over the gra- uh, sidewalk. And then, like, around the two trees on the boulevard, the grass is still kind of up alongside the, the tree. And I was like, okay, fine. Go into the backyard, up along the house. It's all still really long there. And I looked, I'm like, this is exactly how I do it. I'm paying this, and now it's only 25 bucks, so it's not like I'm breaking the bank on this. But I'm still paying you $25 to do a, a better job than I would do. I do a half-assed job because I don't care. And you've done it worse than I do because you've left a bunch of grass on the sidewalk. So to me, you're, you're actually, it defeats the purpose of you coming here and doing this because now I've got to go and I've got to clean up after you. So not only are you making more work for me, I'm paying you to do the job and then it's leaving more for me to do. And so I emailed the guy and I said, are you coming back to do the trimming? And he said, oh, sorry, I, I, you know, I did the best that I could with, with the, the tools that I brought. And I was like... But if you're coming to do this, why wouldn't you bring the best of the best that you have? Like, I don't... Okay. And I said, well, you know, and then I wrote back and I said, and then I took a picture of the sidewalk and I said, and then you leave the grass all over the sidewalk. Like, that that's disrespectful to my neighborhood and to my neighbors and, you know, this community because you, you know that you hate people that do that, right? Because you ever, ever you're walking down the sidewalk and you see somebody's left all the clippings there, you're kind of like, what an ass. Like come on, clean up after yourself, like sweep it back onto the boulevard or something. And so then he wrote back something to the effect of, uh, you know, well, I, you know, I wanted to get everybody's uh, grass done before the rain started and blah, 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 blah. And I was thinking again, I wanted to email the guy and just be like, I want you to tell me, I want you to rate the service, rate the effort that you put into my grass from one to 10. Would you be happy with this service? But again, I didn't feel like getting confrontational. You always have to remember that I'm in the media in my city too, so I can't really be dicks to people. I can to a point, but not, you know. 
But yeah, and so I just, I didn't pay the guy because I'm like, you didn't do the trimming and then you ended up leaving. You didn't even clean up after yourself. So, and he never did ask me for payment because he probably have some nerve if he did, but I don't know. So this is why, right? Now here's back to the point of why I don't trust people to come and do work at my house, right? Because I have bullshit situations like this that just annoy the piss out of me. And I'm getting worked up right now. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a break. I just talked for more than half of the show. We're going to be back. Uh, Email me live at jbonair.com. I'm back on the scribble right after this. It's never too early to start thinking about your next holiday. Have you checked out Mexico recently? From tequila tasting, swimming with horses, to ziplining through the jungle, and watching whales and dolphins in their natural habitat, Puerto Vallarta has it all. Visit mexico.jbonair.com to see all the fun PV has to offer. That's at mexico.jbonair.com for hundreds of photos, interviews, and videos from around the tourist hotspot. Check out Mexico.jbonair.com for all the fun. That's Mexico.jbonair.com. Isn't it crazy that you wait for payday, but before you know it, you're strapped for cash again? It's time to stop blowing your money and become a smart spender with the book, The Official Guide to Being an American Cheapskate at CheapskateBook.com. Learn simple ways to cut costs at home every day and during special times of the year. Don't go broke at Christmas. Don't remortgage the house for a fancy vacation. The book is filled with tips to save you money throughout the year. Check out the best-selling book, The Official Guide to Being an American Cheapskate at CheapskateBook.com or on Amazon and iTunes. It was March 22nd, 2015 that we chatted with a music group called People Who Could Fly, and we actually had all of the guys from the band on the show. I'd heard the song Villain and listened to it over and over again, and uh, they were opening for people like Aaron Carter, Rick Springfield, uh, people I'm sure they'd never even heard of because they're so young, but James Mills from the group is joining us on the line to give an update on some music. Hey, James. How's it going, Jeremy? Good, how are you? I'm great, man. Thanks for taking some time to talk today. Well, no problem. Now, I know that you've got uh, some of your own music that you've been working on, uh, but let's just rewind and, and give us an update then on the group of, of People Who Could Fly. Sure. Yeah, the People Who Could Fly just finished up our first uh, month-long tour across the Southwest. Uh, we went on a company called Epic Proportions Tour. So we played a bunch of colleges, high schools, military bases, and had a blast. And we're getting ready for another tour coming up in August and uh, just got back home here to Arizona and I've had all this music I've been writing on the road and just in my bedroom and it's you know it's been electronic so I decided to do something with that and that's kind of what sparked the spinoff onto uh, Hologram which is my EDM side project. So the, the group is still together but now you're doing your own thing that kind of seems like you're cheating on the band. <laughs> Uh, they're cool about it, man. It's such a different style of music that um, it's pretty cool. It shows a whole new group of people, um, you know, what we're all about, and they can kind of get a, a gateway into people who could fly from, you know, music they wouldn't have otherwise thought associated with us. How old were you guys when we talked? And, and the names I have here, Fletcher, Jacob, Josh, and Levi. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, me, Jacob, and Josh are still in the band. Uh, it's just the three of us now, and we were about, I think I was 22 when I talked to you at that time, but they're a lot younger. I think Jacob might have been 17. <laughs> okay, so you you might know who Rick Springfield is then. Might. Oh, yeah, dude. Jesse's girl, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cool guy. We, we got to hang out with him a little bit. 
Uh, yeah, well, now tell me then how you've grown as an artist, because, you know, getting into the music biz as a teenager, as those guys would probably attest to, is is different, but you were already, you know, a young adult. But how have you grown as an artist? What did you what have you learned since then? Well, since then, we've actually worked with um, a lot of really great people. Our producer for the last two EPs we did, uh, his name is Rob Valer. He is uh, the producer for Jim Blossoms, Randall Lambert, and an amazing songwriter. So he really helped us hone our craft in songwriting, get the music to be a lot more polished, a lot more ready for radio. And we've kind of taken that advice to heart and really applied ourselves in, in writing new songs, making something that's, you know, going to appeal to a lot of people while also getting, you know, a unique idea across. That combined with, um, you know, really bringing it on stage and you're doing a lot of, uh, you know, networking and meeting a lot of interesting, fun folks. It's taken us to a whole new level, man. Especially with the tour just passing by. You know, we, we felt the grind. We're out for a month and a half on the road, staying in Airbnbs, staying with friends, and, you know, driving long distances in California traffic every day. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Uh, actually, just, I'm laughing. You, you can't hear the people that are talking to me, but somebody said Aaron Carter and Rick Springfield don't have the substance problems that they've had, okay? Keep it, uh, keep it clean <laughs> out there. You don't want to go down that path. Uh, but let's talk... Yeah, it's not in the, in the plan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Good stuff. Now let's talk about the new EDM track. Now for those old folks that might be listening, EDM, explain that. Uh, so EDM is just an abbreviation for electronic dance music. Uh, if we were to apply it to older genres, you'd call it something like techno or electronica. It's just kind of the same idea, but, you know, more modern. And the and new, the new uh, track? The new track I sent you... Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, just tell us about the new track then. Yeah, so the track I sent you was called Home, and that uh, featured my friend JL, who is an amazing singer from Tucson. Uh, it's got a really smooth voice, and I just thought, hey, she was traveling through, let's have her, uh, let's have her come recording the song. And so we featured her on that track, and uh, it's been going pretty well. I mean, Spotify listeners have been enjoying it so far. Uh, well, the other two tracks um, feature my vocals more so, and we also have a rapper uh, named Ken Haken on the third track. So kind of putting some variety in there with female vocalists, rappers, and then, of course, um, my, my voice as well, and production on all the tracks. Tell me how these collaborations come to be. Are, are, are artists finding each other on the internet? Are you hearing other concerts? Like, where are you finding each other? Uh, for me, it's always been kind of just, you know, uh, a friend of a friend type of thing. Uh, I'm very lucky that JL is actually in my, uh, my English class in college. So I, I met her then, and we kind of did some acoustic shows in Tucson, and I think we did one uh, dance track as well back in, like, 2012. While uh, Ten Haken was introduced to me by my friend Aaron, um, he did like a rap project, and uh, I got to sing some hooks on their rap songs. In exchange, he got to rap on one of my songs. So kind of a, you know, just a collaborative type of uh, teamwork. Ah, okay. All right. So you said there's another uh, leg of the tour coming up this summer, then too, right? For you guys? Oh yeah, it's going to be in in the fall. So we're doing one show with Van's Warped Tour here in the, the last year of the World Tour. We're doing a show out in Phoenix for that. And then in August, we're going to be hitting the road again, doing some more SoCal shows, possibly some East Coast. But to be honest, uh, <laughs> there are people who are much better at that booking it for me. So I'm not really sure what the schedule is going to be uh, at the moment. But we're really excited to get back on the road and meet a bunch of new fans and have a good time. 
If people did want to check out the schedule, where can they find you online? Uh, that would be our website, peoplewhocouldfly.com. There we've got all of our tour dates. We've got a free album download and um, all kinds of good stuff on our website. So if people want to catch us while we're on the road, peoplewhocouldfly.com is the place to go. We'll be checking it out. All right, well, James Mills, thanks for giving us an update today. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate it, too. We hear you chirping. Get scribbling. Tweet up the scribble at the Scribble Show. Join the discussion with Jeremy Bradley. It's all going down right now on Twitter at the Scribble Show and at thescribbleshow.com. Oh yes, we're on the Twitter. Jeremy Bradley here, also on the Scribble. Uh, you know, I do. I love checking in with bands like that. We don't do it very much on the radio show, just because we have to sort of keep that more mainstream uh, celebrity stuff, pop culture, and, and things like that. But uh, I, I do love. Uh, there was another group years ago. Unfortunately, from what I understand, they're no longer together. But I was in a mall uh, one afternoon. This is before the days of apps, where you could put your phone out and then it would tell you what song was playing. And I remember going into a store and hearing this song that I just loved. I was like, oh my God, this this I just this is a catchy song. We've got to find out. I was with one of our producers, Bonnie, and you know, you're talking and we're kind of going through the store and I'm like, hey, shut up, shut up, shut up. I, I go, I'm trying to hear the words. And so I grab my phone and I start to write down some of the lyrics that I'm hearing on this song. And then I we go and we, we look it up. I, I email the information uh, to the office just because, again, we were out doing something. And I think it was like six minutes later, they got me an email address for the manager or whoever, a rep for the group. And, you know, it was like, okay, here we go. We want this band on the show. And we checked in with them, and it was just really cool because this was sort of like my song of the summer. And it was really fun. And they were just like, oh, well, where did you hear it? And I was like, well, I was in Canada, and I was, you know, wherever I was. And it was just it was just really neat. And uh, like I said, I, I don't believe they're together anymore just because I, I did uh, look for them. But anyway, so people who could fly, check them out. Peoplewhocouldfly.com. James, uh, great chatting with you again. All right, we are out of time, but feel free to give me a shout anytime. Always awesome hearing from you. My email address is live at jbonair.com. Live at jbonair.com. And again, on SoundCloud and iTunes, you can take a look at the different archives because we've got like 170, 180 shows almost already uh, over the past couple of years. So definitely on a, a rainy weekend or on a holiday weekend when you just kind of want to waste some time, definitely check out The Scribble. I will talk to you same time, same place next week. 30 minutes of time-wasting fun, I guarantee it. Talk to you then. Bye-bye, everybody. Want more Scribble? Check out thescribbleshow.com for past shows, celebrity interviews, cheapskate tips, and more. That's at thescribbleshow.com and on Twitter at The Scribble Show. The Scribble is a speak-free media presentation. If you want some real heat, give your mind.